again ripped apart You want a diamond, then you gotta get it in the dark We dropping nuggets like Carmelo went to Rucker Park Now we eating from state to state, we scrape the plate I put my eggs in a basket, took a leap of faith I took a chance, now we grow and see the impact Decoding success with special guests, now let's bring Matt Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is your host, Matt Labrie, episode number 173 of the Decoding Success podcast. Now, this episode is a very special one. We are honoring and celebrating International Women's Day during Women's History Month, and I have probably the most important woman ever in my life, and that could be forever, ever. My mother is joining us. Now, she has an incredible journey that we are fast-tracking in this episode to be able to provide you value very quickly. My mother has battled cancer and survived. She has climbed the corporate ladder without a college degree nonetheless. She has battled through divorce. She has been through the ringer and we are extracting the value from her journey, what she's learned from losing her mother at a very early age and much, much more. So with that being said, we're going to jump right into it. So without further ado, we bring to you my mom, Debbie Labrie. Mother dearest, welcome to the show in honor of International Women's Day. I am excited to have you. So thank you. First question for you. And as I mentioned, I'm going to do these kind of rapid fire style. How does Debbie Labrice define success? It's a good one. So every day that I get through my day, completing every task that I need to, is a success. Success is measured in different ways at different levels. And people's perspective might be different, but mine is getting through my day, completing everything on a good note. What are the major events and or people that have shaped your definition of success in that way? My father has played a tremendous role. I've not worked with him, but he was a tremendous mentor. Um, My mother didn't necessarily work in the workplace, but as a housewife and mother of three, she was a tremendous mentor also in, in my upbringing. And I will say my first boss at the French Bank is a friend after 40 years, and he was a tremendous, tremendous mentor, friend, boss, manager, everything in one. What, and I already knew you were going to say grand, uh, grandpa and grandma. So what was the biggest lesson learned from grandpa? Grandpa's lessons to this day are always strive for the best, set goals, try to reach them, and never give up. Persevere. What was the biggest lesson you learned from your mom? Debatable, maybe, but being a good mother, um, teaching your children that material things are not necessarily the important things in life. There are many other things. Um, Being a good person, having faith, and again, never giving up. How did you accept and heal from the loss of your mom at an early age? Have I ever? Don't know. She died very young, way before her time. I have reached the age now that she died at, and that was a goal, 
to get to that age and keep going. Um, does one ever heal? You learn to live your life in a different way. But you had few major scares of your own, so cancer being one of them, what went through your mind when you were diagnosed? That I had cancer, it didn't have me, and I would never let it get me. So how did you beat cancer? I had an excellent doctor who told me from the onset, I believe it's curable, and I believed he was going to cure me. And with the faith of God and knowing that I don't easily give up, I am here to talk to you about it. Why do you think God gave you the chance to continue living? That's a very good question. I know. You I'm need good at to this. ask God. Uh, I, I tend to believe that I'm a good person. Um, I always try to do for others before I do for myself. And I think that's what being a good Catholic is about. So not only did you have cancer, but you also, did you have cancer twice or was it just a scare the first time? First time was a scare. Second time it was it. So not only did you have cancer and have a scare in that regard, also the World Trade Center stuff always bugged me out. You worked across the street from the World Trade Center. 9-11, I don't believe you were there, but in 92, the year I was born, you were home. I was on maternity leave, thanks to you. And, so I uh, saved your life. You should be thankful. You saved my life. I would have been sitting right at a glass window right across the street from where the bomb exploded. I truly believe when your number's up, your number's up. If it was my time to go, whether it was the World Trade Center, whether it's any day of the week when God has my number, it's time to go. What did events like that teach you about life? That there are horrible people in this world. There are wonderful people in this world. We don't always hear about all the wonderful people. 9-11 taught me that what happened was horrific. However, we did come together as a nation, as a city, the city of New York. People came together. There was no black, there was no white, there was no... We were one people going through a horrific time. And again, we persevered. Talk to me about climbing the corporate ladder. You didn't graduate college. You got yourself a job, made yourself all the way up to VP of the largest bank in the world by GDP. So I started as a typist. My first job out of high school. And you still don't know how to type. Look at that. Look at that. I could... Beat you, sweetheart. Probably 120 words a sure. minute. <clears throat> um, I was passionate about my job. And I happened to have really loved the position and the people that I worked with. And they saw not only what I was capable of doing, but that I was so passionate about the job And no matter who was my manager, they saw the same thing and they gave me the opportunity to advance. So what are the keys to someone listening that's in corporate to climb the ladder? If you could put it into like three. Times have changed since I started that job and things are a little bit different. Um, 
in that there aren't many people without a college education that climb the ladder. I mean, having a degree is something that's very important to the corporate world. Um, but persevere, never give up, be passionate about anything you do, not just a job. Passion is a driving force, uh, and it does take you places. Um, be very conscious of what you do. And I, I taught myself my own little 10-minute rule that sometimes before I open my mouth, I give myself 10 minutes to really absorb and read what I've uh, been presented with to make sure I'm understanding it in the way that it was presented and not the way that my mind sometimes would interpret something. And um, just give it your all. Always give it your all. Did you ever experience, and obviously you're on here because of International Women's Day, did you ever experience any prejudice for being a woman? Uh, most recently I did in, in my new position. Uh, you know, I was with the first place for over 35 years and because of downsizing, I lost my job. Um, I'm in this position over three years now. And the first year was not the most pleasant experience of my life. And I did suffer prejudice at the hands of, um, of a man manager. Um, it was quite difficult. I sat back and I realized what other people in the world experience, whether it's racial, color, religious, uh, it's not a very pleasant experience. But again, you have to dig deep, find the person you are, and go with, go with your gut instinct, show respect in order to get respect, very key point. Be receptive to things that might be outside of your, your box. Uh, and, and move ahead. What's your advice to men that are listening to this to help women break more glass ceilings? And that doesn't even have to be in the workplace, just right, in right, general. Right. So for me, it really doesn't matter whether you're wearing the pants or whether you're wearing the skirt. Respecting one another, each other's ideas, each other's backgrounds and cultures and learning from one another, uh, being on the same page with people, not always agreeing 100%, but respecting people enough to understand their situations and work with people to try to make things blend because it's, it's not always possible, but sometimes it's very easy to be accepting of others and other situations and other ideas and make things work for you. So one thing I admire about you, one of the many things, is that through all the turbulence, the cancer, you had a divorce and whatnot, you obviously still went about your days. If God woke me up in the morning, I had to get through my day. So what's your, uh, what's your advice to someone that's facing turbulent times in regards to continuously push forward? Always have faith. Things are not always rosy, but we have to believe. There has to, there has to be hope. Um, there has to be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. 
and we have to work for it. It's not always handed to us, um, but we can make things happen. Now, in regards to the divorce, what would you give your younger self in regards to advice about relationships? It's uh, a relationship is not always 50-50. It could be 80-20 one day, the next day 60-40. It's a changing thing. It's an evolving thing. Uh, the lines of communication always have to be open, and it has to be a two-way street. Last question for you. If you could only give one piece of advice for the rest of your life, what would it be? Have faith in God and believe in yourself. Awesome. Thank you, Mom. Appreciate Thank it. You, Matt. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 173 of the Decoding Success podcast had to bring on my amazing mother to help celebrate International Women's Day, Women's History Month. And we wanted to keep this short, compact, directly to the point. A lot of questions about really life altering scenarios and situations such as cancer and facing, you know, something like a 9-11 and divorce and seeing your mother pass away at a very early age. As mentioned, we just wanted to keep this short, compact, directly to the point and hit on all these monumental events in life. Now, if you found this to be of value, make sure you're sharing it with the people in your circle. And on top of it, one thing that I always forget to do is ask for ratings and reviews. They mean so much to the show. They help us scale the charts in which we've been able to do so because we have such an amazing community and we have so much more value to bring you. So to all the women listening, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for all that you will do and whoever else is to come about like we truly do appreciate it and I'm really saying that from the bottom of my heart have a lot of special women in my life that have been mentors and have shaped me and helped guide me down paths of healing and all of these amazing things so I just wanted to really shine a light on all of you truly truly appreciate it until next time everyone be blessed peace